welcome to the Utterly Useless Podcast, a podcast filled with massive information that you did not realize that you needed to place in an utterly useless part of your brain. I am Brett. Uh, joining me in this podcast is Jeremy. And oh, wait, just one second. Man down, man down. Uh, Taylor Beams is not with us, but uh, stepping up is our good friend Timmy. Hello. Hello, Timmy. All right. Well, I guess in this podcast, we are going to be doing our spin the wheel segment. Jeremy has a brand new segment. And then we have our draft draft boom of Nicolas Cage's movies. Um, there is no boom possibly I could I can see, in all honesty. <laughs> <laughs> you say that. <laughs> but I know you don't mean it. Oh, I, it's, it's <laughs> funny because it's not true. <laughs> All right, so here comes the introductory quote, and I know Taylor, if he was here, has not heard this. Timmy has not, and I know Jeremy has, but it might not be in the forefront of his mind. All right, so I don't think it's possible for anybody to think of a million otters. I think you're thinking of a lot of otters, but are just claiming that it is a million. I don't think anybody can think of more than 20 at a time. Oh, I definitely could think of about 100 and fill up this uh, entire plane. All right, so is this a jam-packed nightmarish plane, or are they uh, lounging around in relative comfort? Oh, I think, you know, there's 16 seats, so I say two to the seat. These otters good friends? Let's hope so. And then one in the overhead storage compartment, always remembering to open them with care because otters may have shifted in flight. Anyway, um, that is from Cabin Pressure. Yep, I remember that. I was like, yeah, Cabin Pressure, great uh, what do you call that? It's not an audio drama. No, it's, it's like an a, audio play. Audio play, yep. <clears throat> With Benedict Cumberbatch. On Audible, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I, it's really funny. I have re-listened to that so many times. And it, it's funny because I don't know if I mentioned it the, when we, because I brought it up as one of my, um, one recommendation. Mm -hmm. But um, I just think it's so awesome that the voice of the co-pilot is the voice of London and V for Vendetta. So the guy that gets killed in the shower. Which is so funny because I, I can't hear him not being uh, um, Douglas. Douglas, yeah, the other uh -huh. pilot. Yes. He's, he doesn't sound mean or whatever you want to call him. He's not evil. <laughs> I mean, he's diabolical, but yeah. he's not evil. <laughs> no. Is it like is it like one audiobook or is it like come split into a couple, couple different series? So there's four and then there's two specials because it was so funny it wasn't until i got through like halfway through like the third volume and i had to pick up an extra one and i'm like wait just one second the second one the, the first trip is to, to abu dhabi abu dhabi the second one is front to like birmingham or whatever and i'm like wait they're doing the alphabet yep <laughs> So, yeah, they were originally wow. planning on doing 26 episodes, but they didn't quite. No, they got it. Oh, they did? Yeah, they got oh. it because the last one is Zurich. And that's oh, that's the, right. Yeah. I thought they just skipped some letters because they didn't do Q, did they? Yeah, they did. Kick it, Todwek. Oh, I forgot. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. So, like, each season has, like, four episodes, but they're pretty long, right? Yeah. I it, Each episode is about 29, 28 minutes or so. Um the seasons are anywhere from four episodes. I think the first season is four episodes long. The next, the next three are six. Oh, really? Okay. Uh -huh. Yep. Highly recommend it. I mean, from I think pretty much every character is fantastic in it. 
especially when it's Burling Day. Burling Day, and also I like their trip when they're stuck on the plane in Russia. I forgot that one. Oh, when they they start the plane up, Arthur makes a a, snow, a snowman, and the uh, they won't let them leave until they take all the the material off of um the runway. And then because they they close down the airstrip, they have to s- spend the night in the airplane. But they also have to keep the engine on because as they turned it on, a piece of it broke. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's a great show. All right. All right. So I guess we'll start with merit badges. And so um, I, I've I had this merit badge a couple of times. I, I, tr- I, lately I've been trying to not earn this merit badge because, um, eventually our, um, our robotic overlords will ta- throw us over and, uh, enslave us all. But the, today's merit badge is brought to you by me yelling at technology. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> You've got to that age now where you're yelling at talk- technology. Well, and the thing that it's annoying me is it's not like, it not working right. What annoys me is for the past, and so my merit badge looks like, uh, you know, the map quest or whatever. You are here, uh-huh. icon, and I'm sitting there and I'm holding it, my phone, yelling, "I, uh, duh, this is my house." So for like the past, like whenever I go somewhere, I always try to park in places that I remember. That are familiar, and so if I always go to the same place, I will always park in the same spot because I don't want to misplace my car. However, for the past two months, whenever I park my car in my garage or at my parents' house, which my phone should be familiar with that I've been there thousands of times because I live there or my parents live there, it always tells me I've pinned your location. You are now parked. However, I could go to a, a couple weeks ago. I went to Fashion Place Mall because I'm an idiot, and um, I, that's why I, I realized, oh, this is why I buy stuff online, so I don't have to go to stuff like that. And it never pinned anything that I ever went for, but it constantly pins when I park my car in my garage. <laughs> wow, <laughs> so so helpful. Mine does that. Uh... Yeah, you're right. Like the other day, I was at the airport and it didn't pin it at all. Now I'm looking back on it, but it has pinned it at my in laws' house numerous times ago. Yeah, I know. And plus, I'm parked just right on the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so dumb. That's so dumb. Love <laughs> technology. Yep. It's it's funny when it works in, in really pathetic ways. Like you didn't really solve a problem there. All right, my mare badge. My mare badge is either giving back an old merit badge or yeah, it's more or less giving back my MacGyver merit badge. Oh, so an uncourt of honor. Yeah. As decorded or uncorded. So my daughter who is about 20 months old deconstructed my whole cage I had for her to prevent her from climbing out of her crib. So now she's back to climbing it out. She sounds brilliant. She is. She is brilliant for like, yeah. She knows how to get out of just about any pack and play, any crib. And she does it while wearing like a sleep sack, which is like a sleeping bag. So her legs aren't really exposed. 
they're in a sack. So what you're telling me is you, I don't, I don't feel as though you have unearned that you have successfully raised a million dollar baby. There you go. Or, or, you know, do you remember the show? What is it called with uh, Timothy Hutton? Oh, leverage. Leverage. Uh huh. Do you see that criddle? Oh yeah. No, I remember it, but I haven't seen it. Uh, your daughter's going to be the, the, the blonde, blonde girl. Chick. Yeah. Yep. yep. Oh. She's going to be able to escape and be sneaky and get out of everything and into everything. That's her. So I guess yes. I have I have raised a ninja baby. <laughs> so an escape artist. Also, Dean could possibly be the muscle of the whole thing. That's true. He could. So now you just need the brains and the <laughs> hacking and the actress. Yep. Got to have more kids. Uh-huh. Or I got to send my other two kids a, a roll. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jude. Here's a computer. Start hacking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, that's just a search engine. <laughs> You're just Googling stuff now. Come on. <laughs> that's how they do it now. Yep. That's how you hack. Just tell Google to do it. <laughs> Look up this person for me. <laughs> I hacked him. All right. Okay. Well, what do you got? Oh, my merit badge. Okay. I'm blaming this podcast for my uh, merit badge. Oh, um, for the last two weeks, um, I've, I'm getting the going insane merit badge. Uh, I've had Jason's mom stuck in my head (laughs) for two weeks. Isn't it glorious? Like, did you listen to the whole thing? Yes. And then I'm at, I'm at work and I'm just like, I'll be doing paperwork or checking emails. And I'm just like, (laughs) Jason's mom. I'm like, oh no. It's it's a it's happening. We gave him an earworm. Yeah. Two weeks. Well, you and me are in the same boat because if it's not Jason's mom, it is the uh school of rock sticking it to the man song. So I don't think I know that one. Oh, it's just in the musical version. Okay. So oh, so I mean this merit badge is probably the 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 mask of Jason and just Oh, it's it's it is literally. I mean, it's, I I like the song, but it's just been a earworm. Oh no, for I, two well, weeks. Well, in fact, the you know, I I I hear I feel you and hear you because it wasn't until this podcast happened that I ever heard the blue song before, <laughs> and because I just decided to do. I don't know I, how you never heard that. That's I so never weird. heard it. Like I'm like I know I was alive. Yeah. When this thing came out, this is this doing. Yeah, that's one of the worst songs ever. That can get stuck in your head pretty easily, too. That, and forgive me for bringing this up, because I don't think it will get stuck in your head, but like the Umbop song, that was another one that was horrible. You know... Do you not know the Umbop song? I know of it. I've actually (laughs) never heard it, and you know what? Not going to do the uh, legwork and inserting it into the podcast. (laughs) That's a safe bet there. There it is. (laughs) All right, let's go on. Spin the wheel. All right, Brett, you're up first for spin the wheel. You get could you fight it? So the other day I was uh, flipping through the channels and, or I should say YouTube for YouTube TV, and I saw Anaconda, the John Voight one. Uh huh. And I'm sitting there thinking about that movie because I'm like, could you fight it? Because I feel as though everybody was set up for failure because John Voight's character was constantly doing this or doing that or whatever. He was whatever. trying to 
catch it or what was he trying to do he they had a different goal than him yeah i can't re- I, it's been forever since i've seen it but i'm like i feel as though most of those people possibly could have ca- helped ca- catch it if it wasn't for him yeah and so i guess the question is is could you fight the anaconda now question about this i'm trying to recall correctly Am I remembering this right that J-Lo and Owen Wilson were both in that movie? Is that right? I know Owen Wilson was in it. Was J-Lo? J-Lo was, but I don't know about Owen Wilson. (laughs) We got got 50-50. You've answered one side. I mean, I could just... I mean, granted, in the 90s, Owen Wilson was in almost every other movie. The funny thing is, is like, I don't think I knew who he was until... He was. Oh, he was? Okay, yep. I'm seeing Jennifer Lopez, John Voight, Owen Wilson... Eric Stoltz. Ice Cube was in it. Ice Cube. Oh, Danny Trejo. I don't know him by name, but I know him by his appearance. Yeah. The I don't know how to describe him. No, <clears throat> I, the funny thing is, is when Danny Trehill is in like kids' movies and you're just like, I don't. <laughs> hmm. He's funny does, though. Does he belong here? Exactly. Wasn't well, he in like, like the bubble boy or something? He was in um he w- was he in like Agent Cody Banks or something like that. He was in some Disney-ish movie. Oh, okay. In case you don't know him, he's the Hispanic guy that's always like in. He was in Machete or something like that. Yeah. Uh huh. Mustache, long hair. Yeah. He he was in the uh, a SpongeBob movie recently that my kids were watching, and he was like El Diablo or something. <laughs> it's funny. Sorry, I'm going on a tangent here. But it's funny because people like him, and then there's this one, um, this one Hispanic guy that's always plays a thug, and every movie's in. He's bald, like he shaves his head bald. Um, I'm trying to remember the movie, but he's being chased by something, and it goes up his rear end. Ooh! And I'm trying to remember what movie. Bruce Almighty. Yep, that's it, Bruce Almighty. And uh, that guy, those guys are like completely typecasted as Hispanic thugs. I think I remember seeing an article about that guy. Oh, I yeah? think he was named like Jose or something in several different of his movies. I don't know if that's his name. I, I'm going to have to look it up. But <laughs> he right. plays the same name every movie. Wouldn't, wouldn't you love to just start like putting Danny Trehill in certain movies? Like, okay, Barney movie, you're in it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hector. <laughs> his name's Hector? Scooby-Doo. His name's Hector you're in, in it. Uh, his name's Hector in the uh, Bruce Almighty movie. Oh, okay. All right, so. Could we fight the snake? Me alone, right? That's the question. Yeah. No, I'd die. I mean, give me a buffalo rifle or something. Some uh, yeah. machine well, gun. Let's just say you're going to go catch it. You're not just like whistling through the forest one day and you're like, oh, gee whiz, there's a anaconda. If I had that enough, was a big snake. If I had enough time and money. In preparation, yeah, I could take it. Get like a kind of like a shark cage and just live in it in the boat on the boat. <laughs> or I don't, I don't even know if I'd want to be on the boat because then you're in a cage and you could sink to the bottom of the water. That that this, this sounds like a tough challenge. But yes, I could do it if I had the resources. If it's just me and my resources that I have. That I have access to it now with the money that I have access to now. No. <laughs> so could you fight it with the Anaconda if Danny Trahill was with you also? Yes, I could. <laughs> Absolutely. That guy could do anything. 
Um, He's a survivor. Also, could you crowdfund this? <laughs> Be like, I'm going to go fight the anaconda. Who is willing to back this? <laughs> I'll have lots of uh, GoPros, so it can the whole thing can be recorded. Yeah. All right, let's see here. Next would be me, I guess. Hi. Oh, I thought I got how much, but I got Desert Island. When you're on the Desert Island, uh, would you rather have the taste of salt water always in your mouth or always have sand everywhere? Like always, constantly, no matter what. So wait, would the taste of salt water like constantly drive you to thirst? Um, or no, is it it's just, just the a, taste? Just the taste. I'd rather have just the taste because I I hate sand. I'm I am the most unbeached person probably on the face of the earth. Uh, the beach to me serves a purpose for about thirty minutes, and then it's just like, okay, are we done yet? <laughs> uh, I'm not much of a sand person myself, but. I would rather adapt to sand on my body than have the constant taste of salt water. Uh, I just, I, would, I, I think I can get used to sand being just like as a layer of skin. The thing about that though, I, I think I'd be going with Brett with this and having the salt water in my mouth primarily because of the rubbing of rawness, mm-hmm. like in crevices. <laughs> And I would, that I've had before and it's not very comfortable. And yeah, that alone would be my reason why I choose salt water. Go insane because you'd be like, I need some sort of rash. Is is there like any diaper cream that I can like rub on this area? Because I am so, it's so sensitive. Like you, you lay in the the water and the sea for a little bit and then come out and immediately feel that that sand in every crevice and you're like, Nope, I didn't get it out. Obviously and never will. All right, Criddle. You have, would you rather, would you rather enlist as a stormtrooper or a Starfleet officer? Okay. So first question, I, I'm just, I've, I'm, you said enlist and the instant you said enlist, my brain immediately went to commercials from Starship Troopers. Yes. So, too. <laughs> um, so would there be catchy, like go see the galaxy as Darth Vader's <laughs> stormtrooper? <laughs> Absolutely. There is propaganda left and right for this. You get benefits, but with both. I'm thinking. I, I love this question because it is worded so it's like when you actually like pull back the layer, uh-huh. stormtroopers can't hit anything and many of them die. If you're in Star Trek Starfleet, you're probably a red shirt and you're going to die. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I th- I'd like to think though, because I, I don't know if they ever give you the picture in Star Trek of how vast the fleet is. Like, but in at least in Star Wars, there's numerous times you kind of get a perspective of how big the their fleet is, and it's like, yeah, I think, I think I'd just be a small, like you know, one guy amongst millions in the with the stormtroopers. So that's probably where I'm going. Stormtrooper. Yep. Mm. And I won't be able to hit anything. My favorite thing is I just saw this meme the other day. I thought it was hilarious. It was like. Sorry, it was a picture of a, a start. Uh, blah, blah, blah. It was a picture of a. Why can't I think? I'm thinking it's stormtrooper, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Brain fart. And 
It says, oh, uh, happy belated may the force be with you. Sorry, sorry, I missed it. And it was a stormtrooper. So I was like, yeah, oh, that's, that's funny. funny. He missed it. I, I like I, the, I remember. Yeah, so Go ahead. I like the meme that uh, Taylor sent on the group chat a while ago with uh, a whole bunch of me seeks trying to help stormtroopers like with target practice. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't I believe you know that a, name. I remember seeing a meme of a stormtrooper uh, shooting a red shirt, but missing, but the storm or the red shirt still dies. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so Brad, which one are you going to land on? Oh man, I'm going to go with Starfleet. I, I mean, I, I think, I think it'd be fun up until the death. <laughs> Whereas, I mean, when you think about it, I mean, if, if you, if you got suckered for the propaganda, I think you'd go either way. But uh, looking at it logistically, you know, stormtroopers, you know, you do make a good point. But then I was thinking about one of the more later movies where there was just like that massive fleet of, uh, you know, rebels and also the whatever, the empire or whatever. And they all got taken down. And so you're just sitting there. You're not even doing anything. And you're just like, oh, man. Oh, and now our ship is exploding. It's like, man, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Curdle? What are you going to do? I mean, I really broke it down to two barriers. One is the stormtroopers are conquerors versus uh, Starfleet are explorers. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like I'd have more fun as a uh, stormtrooper. You're in the mask. You're, yep. you're, you're blending into millions of people. You know, it's it's easy to kind of camouflage yourself uh -huh. if uh, if you make a mistake. But then again, I guess on the other side of the coin is, do you want to be death choked if you do something wrong too? Exactly. It's just like I went into well, the, like... I went into the <laughs> I went into the toilet and somebody didn't flush. Who didn't flush? And so then Darth Vader just starts force choking everybody around him, and you're just like, I I, I, I always flush and wash my hands. <laughs> You either force choke to death or you suffocate in space. Exactly. Yep. <sighs> so which one did you land on? Uh, probably a stormtrooper. Okay. So we have one red shirt and two stormtroopers here? Yep. <laughs> All right. I mean, at least I also get the he's dead, Jim. I mean, you guys, oh, that's don't, true. You guys don't get that. That's true. <laughs> that's true. All right, Brett, you get lick off. All right. So with my lick off, so... I'm going to preface this by saying this is a random slice of pizza, cheese side down, lying on the sidewalk. It has been there for an unknown amount of time. And I have to lick the cheese side, right? Yep. Obviously. Mm -hmm. Oh, dear. An unknown. I mean, but visibly, is there anything else about about it? I mean, there could be some ants on it. and uh, But, like, there's no mold. Has it rained? Can I tell these things? <laughs> you know, maybe it's just because we live in Utah and it doesn't rain that often. So I'm not going to say it's, like, all watery down. It's just <laughs> cheese side down. There could be some ants around. And I have to, we have to lick the length of it? Uh-huh. Mm. On cement? So you, you pull off the cement because it's cheese okay. side down, and then you... Well, the good thing about that is pulling it off the cement, the first layer might come off. That's true. <laughs> but again, it just depends on how long it's been there because it could 
just have solidified. Oh, yeah, that's true. All right, I'll start the bidding at 5,000. Uh, 500. Oh, wow. Drop it down. <laughs> uh, 450. Uh, 300. I was waiting for Timmy to just drop it down to four dollars because <laughs> he already went dropped it down from like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's just cheese pizza, like you said, right? Not that I just really a care. random slice of pizza. <laughs> but there's you know it, it could have anchovies on it. You never know. Like, do just, people really order anchovies? Is that a thing? It's what I swear the '90s and '80s. You say that, and then suddenly, like, you make a. You're at like a party and you mock the idea of anchovies and you hear somebody go, I like anchovies. And you're just like, but I don't think I've ever seen that as an option always one. anywhere. There is always one. I went to a, um, I'm going to go to Pizza Hut's app right now. I went to a YSA <laughs> activity one time and it was an option there and it was the only option left by the time I got there. Wow. That's weird. All right, where did you land off? You've said I said four fifty, and you said three hundred. Oh my gosh, cradle uh, stuffed crusts, stuffed anchovies, <laughs> stuffed oh, anchovy man. crust. <laughs> it's just one single lick of the pizza, yeah. right? or is it the full slice? It, you're just going from the the very the end of the triangle tip all the way up to the the, the maybe the stuffed crust center, which is stuffed with anchovies. I, okay, I can. <laughs> I'm gonna say two fifty. Uh, one fifty. Yeah, you can have it. Oh, okay. You can there, there's, it. there's, there's a anchovies in a lot of things that maybe a lot of people don't know about. So, yeah, uh, Caesar salad dressing. That's right. That's one of them. Yeah, I get that, but still, I'm not worried about that as much as I am it laying down for an unknown amount of time. If Brett told me it was like 12 hours, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I could go down further. Yeah. uh, The the situation that I had planned for this this whole lick off or whatever is you are just going for a walk with uh, your young children. And there's a happens to be a slice of pizza that is just like right there on the sidewalk. Yeah. And if it's in New York, it might have been taken by a by a mouse. (sighs) You'd have to if it was in New York, you'd have to fight a mouse for it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Kids, right. watch this. <laughs> this is a learning moment. <laughs> you come back with all these bite marks over you. I did it. <laughs> I beat those mice. However, I found that there was some uh, crunchy um, cockroaches in the center. <laughs> oh, yum. <laughs> so I am. I was on the Pizza Hut app. I know Brett saw it. Yeah. I could not find anchovies. No, there was no anchovy option on the Pizza Hut app. So now Jeremy has moved to the Domino's. Yep, I hate all these things you have to fill out, and so it may not be worth it. All right, so we're looking here at meat toppings, because I assume, oh, there it is, anchovies. So Domino's in my neighborhood does have anchovies, but Pizza Hut does not. Interesting. The more we know. All right, my turn, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Since Criddle won that for our, what, 150? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yay. (laughs) Lick, lick. Okay, what would you have done? Brett, you may have done this. I have a note, so okay. if that's the case, I'll just do a different one. Would you have been able to shoot your best friend to kill his hostage taker and prevent him from blowing up others with a detonator he has in his hand? So essentially, would you be able to shoot through your friend to get to the 
the hostage taker. No, you've not given this one to no, me. No, I thought you may have asked this one no, before. No, I have not. No. Okay. So, like, I don't know. Think of your best friend, and he, he's being held by some guy who's has, you know, a trigger in one hand and a gun in the other hand, or I don't know how he does, pulls it off. So actually the, the the whole situation reminds me of the last, last action hero at the very beginning where the one guy has a bomb and he also has Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. Oh yeah. And he falls off the, he falls off yeah. at taking his son down with him. So I actually pulled this from speed the oh. movie because I don't know if you remember, I think it was Jeff Daniels. Quick. Yeah. Uh, was it Jeff Daniels that was, I think he had to shoot through him and he told him, yeah, Jeff Daniels told him to shoot through him to get Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Shoot the hostage. <laughs> Come on, Jack. <laughs> so would you be able to do that? So I'm going to ask probably the worst question possible. Okay. How many people? No. Um, <laughs> how good of a friend am I with this person? This is your best friend, whoever, uh, whoever you deem that to be. Oh man! I'm not saying you have to kill him. You just have I know. to shoot through him <laughs> to get to the. Do guy. I do I have a stormtrooper aim? <laughs> you have your current aim, <laughs> whatever that is. Do you want to classify it as a stormtrooper <laughs> aim? That's up to you. Oh boy, I think like I think this comes to, sadly to how many people would die on the other end of the bomb. It's like that button movie, except probably better. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, is it in the box? <laughs> the box. That was the worst movie. Ah, uh, I think like so. If if it's the speed scenario, wasn't it just another bus that was hooked up to that bomb? I don't remember. So let's just think of a random bus. You don't know how many people are on it. That's what's hooked up to the detonator. Okay. So another future future question that will make me sound like probably a horrible person. Um, is this being live streamed? Because if I, <laughs> because, uh, you know, I could, I could go, I'm like, no, nah, you can just, just leave my friend alone. Just don't blow, just, you can blow up the bus or whatever. But then if that's live streamed, I mean, then like, everybody, then everybody knows you're like a horrible person. No, it's not live streamed. <laughs> it's just you in an, in a, like a, in the scenario with speed there, you're in a like really nice underground hallway, it seemed. Man, I mean, so I was trying to like wiggle my way out of it. I'm like, oh, you know, I haven't seen many of my like close friends for quite some time. It might not, I, I may do that. But then if it's like my best friend, my best friend is my brother, Jeremy. I'm like, I don't know if I could do that. You couldn't shoot me? I couldn't. And I'd say, shoot her, shoot her. And then I would just start wiggling, your wiggling gun. my gun. <laughs> shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. I don't think I could. I don't. It'd be hard. It'd be. I'm. I would just be thinking about what are the chances of survival, if if I shot, like, if I took you out of the equation, and if it was a more of a flesh wound, or does it? Do you just die? I mean, it, you can shoot wherever you want. Because I mean, you take you take you out of the question. Like I sh I shoot take you out of the equation. I shoot you in the leg. Uh huh. You know you're. You're down. Yeah, that's but what you're I was still alive. Uh huh. That's what I was thinking. I I forget what movie it was in where he shot the guy's leg and then the guy didn't expect the captor to be or the captive to bend over in pain and then all of a sudden he was exposed and so he got shot. Exactly. So I mean, do I take you just take it out of the equation and then, you know, I mean, you can explain later to your friend. It's either that or you die. Like yeah. Well, in this scenario, Jeff Daniels was 
trying to get Keanu Reeves to shoot him. He's like, do it. Right. So. I I think I could shoot to get you out of the equation, but if it's death, probably not. Yeah, I think I might try that approach. I'd shoot their leg and hopefully get also the captor, the cap, yeah, the captor. Yeah, captor. Captor's leg as well. So be a twofer and they'd be both in pain and hopefully... Hopefully they don't both bend down in the same way in the same direction <laughs> because it's like crap. I just still don't have a second clear shot. Shoot well, now, ask for forgiveness later. <clears throat> exactly. In the movie, isn't a is a dead man switch that he also oh, has? Also, I can't recall if it's a dead man switch Ooh. or not. I don't remember. Okay. Yep. Then, then the whole point of that would be interesting because he's telling him to shoot him, but then he's like, "Well, then that's just gonna hurt, kill me and the other people." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll just leave it that it's not a dead man switch. Okay. All right, Criddle, you're up, and you have how much? I see your Mountain Dews there. Uh huh. How much would it take for you to never drink or taste Mountain Dew and all its flavors? Ever again. Oh, that's just cruel. Funny <laughs> funny that you say that because uh, two months ago, I just decided to just walk away from all carbonated drinks ever. Are you not coming back? I, I, I feel so like hydrated now. I feel so much better that I'm like, I don't, I, I don't think I want to. <laughs> uh, for me, it's like. I don't know if I've explained this on the podcast before, but this is it if I haven't. I don't really, treats aren't my thing. I mean, I do enjoy them, but it's not like I'm a person that loves Oreo cookies. In fact, I don't like Oreo cookies, which makes me weird. I don't, there's not like, I don't have any of those like, you know, I gotta have popcorn when I go to the movie theaters or anything like that. To me, is always a soda and preferably Mountain Dew. I would give up almost anything else in the world, ice cream, anything, and just keep Mountain Dew and be completely happy with life. But now you take away Mountain Dew. First of all, I'm pretty sure I'd become really fat because I'd be feeling, <laughs> trying to fill a void. I've seen me do it. Um, like, Jeremy's into butter eating now. <laughs> <laughs> told you I could eat that whole stick of butter. I know, and then you just kept going afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And did the Homer Simpson wrapped it in a, wa- a waffle around it. <laughs> Forgot what else he put on it. Or we you get into the, uh, you, you get into like the knockoff versions of Mountain Dew. Oh my gosh. They don't even come close. <laughs> oh, I, I almost, <laughs> I almost bought for you on the way over here. They have hot Cheetos flavored Mountain Dew. Oh, they Dew. do. They, I mean, I've seen it on internet, but uh-huh. I thought I, I've never seen it in stores. So. No, it's at the hall. It's at the holiday oil. Like, down the street. Down the street. Uh huh. Oh, <sighs> I'm just going to have to do, do a taste test for that. Um, I'm going to say I could I could do it for probably, this sounds really sad for me. A million dollars. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm thinking. It's a million dollars. I could do it. That's my lowball offer. Because, I mean, 500000 750000 actually a pretty, it'd be like, I'd have to think about it. But a million dollars, I could straight up go, okay, I love you, Mountain Dew. I mean, granted, <laughs> if there's a monetary value, I would like 
enough money to like buy like some really good gym equipment or whatever. Uh-huh. So, you know, maybe $30,000 because I, I, I was watching some YouTubers and somebody, people like, you know, do these exercise videos in their house. And I'm like, this, that's your house. You bought that? <laughs> really? You can, you can buy those. You can, wow. <laughs> All right, then. See, I'm trying to think of also what would be my secondary choice as a drink, since I can't touch any Mountain Dew flavors. I think, sadly, I'd probably die sooner because <laughs> the only flavor I like other than Mountain Dew is I like energy drinks. <laughs> and for some reason, those are the only ones that have really good flavors. I don't like most sodas like like as my go-to drink. Mm-hmm. Like Coke I, and Pepsi and all those. I mean, you can still smell Mountain Dews, I guess. Just oh, to yeah. Get your, to get your high. It's going to be like space balls where you just open a can and go. Oh, man, that'd be such a tease, though. The tease is really the opening of the can where you hear it. Yeah. It's like if you go to a a gas station and you're like, you know, it's I don't know. I'm sure this is mainly a Utah thing or like (laughs) a soda drinker thing where. But you go to a gas station and you know it is, they have it dialed in. That, like, that is the gold right there. That's the gold standard. If you can, they're better than cans. You can get to a fountain drink that's dialed in perfectly. Oh, I love those. So I I work um, around a fountain dispenser, and it is, uh, you're able to uh, take off the, the cover, and you're able to adjust the carbonation and the flavoring uh-huh. For each uh flavor of beverage. And so like I've tinkered with it um at uh my work and like you can, it does make a huge difference when there's the just that right amount of flavoring mm-hmm. versus the right amount of carbonation. Do you get a lot of compliments? Yeah. People oh, going, Oh, it's spot on. People know. People notice the difference. <laughs> it's yeah. We we have a lot of Mountain Dew connoisseurs uh, where I work for <laughs> That's sure. Funny. That's funny. All right, um, Brett, did you? I mean, you're are you getting paid thirty thousand essentially? Yeah. To never, I mean, because you have the opportunity right now to go back. Yeah. No, I'm good. Like my joints feel so much better. My skin feels like I I feel like more <laughs> hydrated. I I feel better. And so, yeah, there's there's no turning back. Oh yeah. No. Oh wow. Good good on you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, now it's time for my new segment, which I'm gonna call it channel surfing. Ooh. So, uh, Criddle and Brett, you remember the time in your lives where you had to flip through the channels to find something to watch? Uh-huh. And didn't have mm-hmm. streaming. Didn't have. Um, I mean, even this predates even the, the like the TV guide channel. Yeah. So where you stop and watch. So what we're gonna do is I'm gonna roll a die, and you don't know what the number is gonna be. Okay. I'm gonna roll a d20. I mean a d12. So twelve is the highest. Okay. And so we're gonna play the game of your lives that you've probably played in your mind before. Of is this show worth staying on or going to the next show, next Ooh, channel? Okay. You remember doing that as a kid? Like, oh, this is good, but is it better than what's next on the next couple channels? 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, that time that, and this time, most of the time you'd, you'd wait until a commercial break to hurry and flip and see what else was on. But I don't know. Did everybody else do that or was that just me? No, no, we did that. In fact, the, day. it's so funny that you say that because I was reminded something, something happened and I had a flashback to like when we were kids and I was thinking about the, the commercials and then everybody running to go to the, get a snack or to go to uh-huh. the bathroom. And then the one person yelling, it's on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then yep. you run back as fast as you possibly can. There yeah. was no pausing. No. Yep. And then, so I ran this by my wife. So Criddle, since you've watched the show, you might have an understanding. She's like, oh, this reminds me a lot of um, on Gilmore Girls when they do the, I guess there's three people like that walk by and it's either yes or pass, but you have to, you know what I'm talking about at all? I think I, so. Yeah. Okay. Cause I don't really, I mean, me and Brett and my sister played it kind of what at our, when you'd go out for ice cream in a sense. So you, you either have to say yes. I mean like you're next essentially for this, I'll give you the, the name of the, the movie and you can decide if that's the one you're going to watch or you want to go to the next one. I you don't know what the last option is going to be cuz I'm going to keep that a secret. But the last channel is definitely going to be the weather channel. So, if you wait until the very end. Okay, so I do need to ask, is this like the weather channel from our childhood or is this the weather channel now because the weather channel from our childhood was like boring. Yes. And weather channel from our childhood. Cuz the new weather channel is some guy generally is like strapped to like a pole going, "I'm in the I'm in the center of an er, a tornado or something like that. Yep. Okay. It's it's from our childhood. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so I have the number. All right. All right. And I'm going to just, you guys are going to get the same ones. And right now, because of limitations, I can't really, I wish I could give like infomercials and all that stuff. The Ron Cook. <laughs> exactly. mm-hmm. But okay. So the first one. 1979, The Muppet Movie. Oh, if it was The Great Muppet Caper, I'd keep on going. But no, I do not like The Muppet Movie. Um, So you're going next, Brett, right? Uh-huh. I, I'm also going to go next. Okay. Next show, next channel, Star Trek Nemesis 2002. I don't think I've ever watched Star Trek Nemesis. Uh, I've only seen I'm it gonna, I'm going to go next. Okay, Curdle. Do I want to stick with Star Trek? Uh, is there something better next? <laughs> Number three is Bridesmaid. I watched like a half a second of that, and I was already bored. So no, <laughs> next. What about you, Curdle? I I haven't seen it, but I don't. Do I want to be stuck watching this, Paul? No, no, next. Okay. Next one, Vicky and Her Mystery, a 2021 film. Next. <laughs> Next. Uh, is this the Lifetime channel? <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is the mystery that, uh, it, you know, she escaped from an abusive husband? And <laughs> Well, the picture I will tell you, since you've already said next, is like a 12-year-old, <laughs> no, I guess it's an 8-year-old girl, like hugging a wolf. So... <laughs> Vicky and her mystery. <laughs> okay. Uh, Wasabi, a 2001 movie. Next. I, I, I'm already not interested by this title. 
All right, Criddle, where are you? Click. Next. You guys have got to the Weather Channel. <laughs> you know what? I think, I think <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this. <laughs> I'm taking a nap. <laughs> All right. We'll do it again. You know what? I'm curious what the weather is going to be like in Toledo. All right. We're going to do it again here. Get another <laughs> generated here. Okay, first one. It's called A Family Man. Is that the Nicolas Cage movie? Um, No. Okay. That's just Family Man. I'm trying. It says, Dane Jensen is a driven Chicago-based headhunter working at a cutthroat job placement firm. Next. <laughs> next. <laughs> okay. Next one is Sleeping with the Enemy. Oh. I think it's, sounds... it's a 1991. That one, is that Julia Roberts? It looks like Julia Roberts. Okay. The young woman fakes her own death in an attempt to escape her nightmarish marriage, but discovers is impossible to E-L dot dot. Hmm. You know, I'm going to tempt fate next, <laughs> but I, I'm like really wanting to probably continue watching this one. I think I've seen this on TV. So I think I will gamble and go next. Okay. My name is Khan. 2010 movie. <laughs> uh, Rizwan Khan, a Muslim from Borovali section of Mumbai, has Asperger's syndrome. No, if it was all about uh, Khan from the Star Trek movie, I would be <laughs> all on board for that. Amen. All right, uh, so next. Both, both skipping. <laughs> mm-hmm. Both go next. Okay. Unbreakable. Next. Faster than you can possibly imagine. Mm. 10th Fate. Go with Bruce Willis. 10th Fate. Go with Bruce Willis. Uh, no. Let's go next. You both have got the his- the weather channel. <laughs> you know what? I'm very curious on uh, what uh, the temperature is in Mumbai. <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll do it one more time see if you guys can find something to watch <laughs> sounds like the 90s exactly <laughs> okay first one black crab 2022 film <laughs> <laughs> sounds like an independent film um so can i can i get the synopsis <laughs> To end an apocalyptic war and save her daughter, a reluctant soldier embarks on a desperate mission to cross a frozen, and then that's it. Mm. Dot dot dot. <laughs> I, I like I like these synopsis because it's like the the TV guide page uh, yeah. in the in the um the newspaper. Uh huh. Hmm. This sounds like I like a good bad movie, and this sounds so bad, but I will tempt fate next. Cam, Criddle? The synopsis does help. Uh, do I well, want to be stuck with that? We'll just ask. The synopsis can be like on Spelling Bee when you ask for the definition. Okay. That that does help. Well, let's go next then. Okay. 1987, Roxanne. Oh, Steve Martin, next. Next. Double Trouble, a 1984 movie. Wait, is that the... Oh, Double Trouble, 1984. Nope, that's. I, I was thinking that that was one of uh, Justin Taylor Thomas's movies. No. Oh, 
out of double trouble. Next. Uh, double trouble. Would you like a synopsis? Uh, no, I just saw the poster. Next. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mr. Peabody and Sherman, 2014 movie. Hmm. That's the animation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I think time travels in that movie. Maybe I'm wrong. Now, oh man. If it was the Scoob movie. Like Scooby Doo? Yeah, well, the the brand new one that came out a couple of years ago with Matt, uh Mark Wahlberg. I'd be all in on that one. <laughs> um oh. All right. I'm going to click next, and now I'm curious what the weather in Egypt's going to be like. <laughs> I, I will stick with this one. I'll, Are you going to stay Mr. Peabody and Sherman? Okay. Yeah, might as well. Okay, Brett, for you, mm -hmm. Barbie in a Mermaid Tale. <laughs> <laughs> if you thought the channel changed fast when, with the uh, Unbreakable or whatever. Did you whatever. need a synopsis? No. <laughs> next. <laughs> Okay, a 2017 Kong Skull Island. Oh, gosh. I, I would have taken that. I'll watch this one. I've actually been wanting to watch that movie for a while. That's the one with Samuel, right? It's not bad, actually. I'm just double-checking that it's the one with Samuel. It, it, it does. It has Samuel Jackson. I mean, it's not the Peter Jackson version, yeah, so any, anything will be better than that. It's got Tom Hiddleston. Okay. Well, at least this round. So... Uh, I'm going to just share some facts about yours. So, Criddle picked uh, Mr. Peabody and Sherman. It has a rating of 6.7. I don't know where they're pulling that rating from. Probably IMDb. Kong Skull Island has a rating of 6.4. So, the, that is the difference of yours, 0. 0.3. Um, what was left, there was two more to pick. Mm -hmm. The Ring and The Night Clerk, a 2020 movie. Don't watch the night clerk. It's uh, the synopsis and the trailer actually look good. It it sucks. It's awful. I'm trying to remember where I know that main actor from. He is the dude from Ready Player One. That's right. That's right. He is. So, in my opinion, if I were to assign a winner, it would, it would. I would say Kong because I I don't know. I've never been a Peabody and Sherman person. So how Agreed. this would how this would actually go down in the '90s is me and Criddle would meet up at school the next day <laughs> before before school starts. Be like, "Hey, Timmy, guess what? I, I was watching. I was flipping the channel and nothing was on, and I came across Skull Island." And he'd be like, "Oh, what what channel was that on? Because I was watching Peabody and Sherman." Um, what that, are you guys' thoughts of this? That's fun. <clears throat> that is that. That's a trip down memory lane. Yep, that's what I thought. I was experiencing this this week in the hotel, and so I was like, "But of course, I did have access to a guide." But I was like, "But I was still flipping through channels the normal way." Mm -hmm. I'm going, "Oh, I remember this." All right, that's nostalgic. Yep. Draft, draft, boom. All right, this week we're gonna do our draft, draft, boom with Nicholas Cage movies. Uh, for those that are new, Draft Draft Boom is just us doing drafting the best of, but the boom, the final round, we draft um, one of our competitors or one of our, one for another person here, 
a bad one to tank their team, their awesome team, and take it down a notch. So, Brett, you're our number one. And then it'll go me and Criddle. And then Criddle will give Brett his boom first. And then I'll give Criddle one and Brett will give me one. I mean, as I'm scrolling through his catalog, I don't see anything that could possibly be a, a, a boom. I, I will be I will be shocked, <laughs> sir. Shocked and dismayed at you pulling out anything that is less than stellar from this massive list. <laughs> yeah. Sure, uh, you betcha. <laughs> all right. So I am going for my first round draft pick. It might not be everybody's favorite, but it is one that if I had to only watch one Nick Cage movie for the rest of my life, it would be National Treasure. Oh, really? Yeah. That's okay. on my list. I mean, definitely, yeah. It was on my list, but uh, yeah. I mean, that mo- definitely I think good. that movie's underrated. It is. I, I think, if anything, I probably watched it too many times. That definitely was still in the my HBO era, I think. Yeah, where they replayed it a lot. Now, isn't Disney Plus like doing a reboot or a continuation? Oh, I don't know. I That'd think be I've awesome. Heard something, but I can't recall what. I I think Disney Plus is doing something. I just don't remember what. All right, I've got to take it. Um, I enjoy it thoroughly. I am taking Con Air. I thought that would be your first round draft pick. <laughs> I like Conair a lot. I like not only like Nicolas Cage, but I like all the characters in there too. I mean, you got John Malkovich, you got um, what I can't, Steve Buscemi, Steve Buscemi, and oh gosh, who's the guy that just got beat up not too long ago on stage? Oh, um, oh, I can't think on Robin Hood Men Tights, Chappelle. Oh yeah, did you hear about that? Somebody stormed. Yeah, they had a fake gun, but it had a knife in it. Yeah, which is the weirdest. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a knife. I'm gonna hide it in a fake gun. Cause cause guns are allowed here. So I can bring that in, but I can't bring a knife. <laughs> so yeah. Um, and then I mean, I don't I'm not the biggest fan of the guy who plays like the rude cop. I'm not the biggest fan of Cusack either, but I do like the other I like all the the bad guys, the the cons. Yeah. Okay. So that's a solid pick. Um, I am going to go with The Rock. Oh man, that was I was hoping that would slip by you. I was like, nobody likes The Rock, right? <laughs> <laughs> Except me. <laughs> that's a, that's probably one of uh, Michael. Oh, what's his name? Bay. Bankle Bay's best. He movies. did that movie. That makes sense. That does have him written all over it. I don't think so, I realized. Yeah, and I like Sean Connery, so I think their chemistry works. I like that movie. Yeah. And then I guess I have The Wheel. Yep. Oh, gosh. Um, This movie I just like out of pure, just almost nostalgia. I'm going to go with Gone in 60 Seconds. That was the one I watched this week. And I was like, oh, I forgot how. I forgot some of the the big actors that were in there. Um, Like... I can't, I don't know his real name. I don't think I ever have, but the assistant coach in Remember the Titans. Okay. I forgot yeah, yeah. he was in there. Yeah. I forgot that. Um, man, I'm forgetting everybody's name right now. So Angela and Jolie was in that yeah. one, right? Yeah. Uh, what's his name in The Godfather's Son? What's his name? What is the, um, 
Al Pacino? No, not Al Pacino. Who's the guy that's in Elf? Oh, um, James Caan. Yeah, so his son. Okay. Scott Caan. Yeah. Scott Caan, yep. yeah. Which I love, Ready to Rumble. That's one of my favorite movies of his. All right, my turn. Quit wasting time, Jeremy. Um, this one is harder because, I, I mean, I won The Rock. I think I'm got to go... I got to go face off. Oh. Face off, I liked it. Did you like it, Criddle, or no? I, I I did. I liked face off. See, my favorite thing about face off is because of that movie um, and listening to Adam Carolla's podcast way starting back in the 2010s or whatever, he had he, his philosophy surrounding face off has prevented me from like really hating any movie because he had what was called the face-off theory where, because he went to the movie face-off and people were walking out of the, the theater complaining. He was like, I can't believe that. That was so stupid. They put, they took one guy's face and put it on somebody else's face. And then, and he's just like, yes, that was the world. That was the, that was the trailer. That was, you agreed to that, that world existed when you saw it. So, you know, you went in knowing that this is how this world is going. And so if you don't like it, it's your own fault. Mm-hmm. And, and since that, I, I heard him say that I'm like, it's a, I think it's a solid theory. And generally I'll like watch a movie. I'm like, I don't think this is going to be good, but uh, I'll give it a go. And then I, because of the face-off theory, I'm relatively not disappointed. It, it is a good, I mean, like if you're going into a, like, for example, Fast and Furious, and you're like, oh, there's not, street racing doesn't happen like that. Like, there's not, there's, it's not quite that glamorized or whatever you want to say. Like, th- that doesn't matter. You bought into the movie in this fictional world and mm. accept it. Yeah. So I agree with that 100%. Except, except, mm-hmm. and Brett, I know you'll back me up with this, that if the trailer lies to you. I hate when trailers now nowadays trailers don't lie to you. They show you the entire movie. Yeah, that's true. Do you know what I'm talking about, Criddle? When the trailer mm-hmm. lies to you? Oh I mean, yeah. I, I'm trying to remember. There was oh the one trailer that lied to me that I felt duped when I watched it because I went in thinking I was going to watch one movie and I ended up watching a whole different movie was um, Underworld. Because uh-huh. Underworld, if I remember right, the trailer it depicted as you know the lichens. Which are those are the werewolves, right? Uh-huh. And the vampires are, you know, at war. You pick a side. And you pick a side. You pick which side you're gonna root for. But then the way the story was told, it was very biased towards the vampires. And I was like, apparently I didn't get a pick. You kind of force fed me. So that was my complaint. All right. So I have the wheel pick. I'm going to pick, and I think this is gonna probably pay take everybody off guard. The movie next. I I like the premise uh-huh. of that movie. I just, I don't know if I like it 100%, but I, I did like the premise of that movie quite a bit. I would agree uh, with that. And the next one on the wheel pick, and I will tell you, just do yourself a favor and watch the trailer. I know which one watch you're going to say. Trailer. Oh, never mind. I think you're going to say watch the movie. I was like, if you need no, no, to no. watch the J- movie. Just watch the trailer and you will want to watch the movie. It is called Willie's Wonderland. Willie's Wonderland. I've never even heard of this. So it, it takes place in this uh, abandoned theme park. 
think of like, you know, showbiz pizza, Chuck E. Cheese or whatever, uh -huh. abandoned thing that is like possessed. All of the animatronics are possessed by like evil demons or whatever. And Nicolas Cage's uh, break, car breaks down. And so they tell him he will... They will, the guy who owns it will pay him money if he cleans the inside, knowing that he's basically going to be sacrificed and, and killed. Meanwhile, a group of 20-something-year-olds come in to go to to go tour this like so-called haunted Willy's Wonderland or whatever. And then, of course, everything turns evil and starts killing everybody. And Nicolas Cage is like this janitor-type character who is like taking out all of these animatronic stuff it is <laughs> it is glorious it is absolutely glorious that sounds good it sounds like a nicholas cage movie <laughs> it does it does okay the funny thing is is i was at the comic book store the other day for free comic book day and i saw on the stand willie's wonderland and they had already had a third comic i go you mean there's two more <laughs> that <came before> this? <laughs> that's funny Okay, um, I'm having a hard time with my last good pick be here because I think I have it down to two, and two of them are mainly more nostalgic than anything. But also, I want to stick it to you guys because you guys, I think, overlooked it as well as I did too. I'm going to choose Into the Spider-Verse. I saw that. Um I passed on that just because I still don't like the kingpin as the big oh, that big, that ginormous. Uh huh. Yeah, that, that just bothers me. It I don't know why, but it just bothers me. Yep, I like it for all the different Spider Man and the main Spider Man being played by um, Jake Johnson. See, I like I like Nicolas Cage's Spider Man. I love Spider Man Noir. I I would love for that to be like a cartoon series mm -hmm. or something like that. Definitely. That was a good movie, though. All right, Criddle, you're up. Uh, I was going to pick Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> going through all these movies, I, I just was like, man, I haven't seen a lot of Nicolas Cage stuff. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with this out of just pure nostalgia. I'm, I'm going to go with Ghost Rider. There you go. Mm. The, the first one. I haven't even seen the second one. All right, Criddle, you get to give Brett his boom. Oh, gosh. Uh, okay. Um, There's not a lot to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> Pure gold I'm, in there. I, I don't have real whole rhyme or reason for this pick other than, you know, IMDb says it's a low-rated film. So uh, I'm going to go with The Wicker Man. Oh, dang it. That oh. is the 101, if you ask me, as far as booms go. <laughs> I was, I was like... Okay, it sounds like Krill's not going to pick it. It sounds like he's not going to pick it. And then he did. <laughs> Dang it. I thought you were going to pick the one that I was going to give as the boom because, oh. Oh, you mean if Krill did pick it, I would have got it? Dang it. Yeah, you would have got it. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Now I have to. Okay, well, I'm going to give. Um, so now I give to you, Krill. I'm going to give you the weatherman. That was. That's an odd one. It was a very disappointing movie. I don't know why I watched it, but I did. I haven't seen that. It's just Michael Caine's in it, and is his, he's a jerk of a dad to Nicolas Cage, and then Nicolas Cage is trying to be a better father to his daughter. His daughter's super weird, and it's just awkward altogether. 
all around. Actually, there's one more movie I could have given, but that's fine. All right. So I'm going to give, and I started watching this because it looked interesting. And then it just went weird. And then it went, went weird to bad. And then it went from bad to like, you know, I vomit. It is called Color Out of Space. Hmm. Never heard of it. Essentially, this like, you know, meteorite lands on Earth and it produces this interesting color and pu- and like Nicolas Cage and his wife and his two kids really kind of start getting intrigued by it. And so they take it and they put it into their house. Well, then every so often it will vibrate colors and it just starts forming, terraforming part of their neighborhood. And then the wife and the son got too close to it. And so it morphs them into some weird being. And then if you think that's weird, it just gets weirder after that. It is a horrible movie. It looks like it's going somewhere. It doesn't. I'm trying to remember <laughs> if I've seen. No, I haven't seen this. This sounds horrible. Yeah. So some honorable mentions I I think that I had um, was a callback to the 90s. There was two movies in there that I was really debating on picking. Oh, Matchstick Men was a bad one I should have picked also. Um, it was Trapped in Paradise. You remember that with, uh, da, 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 what's his name? Dana Carvey and, well, I can't remember the other Oh, guys. yes, where they're. Uh, they're like bank they're, robbers. They're bank robbers, and they're trapped in a town called Paradise. Yeah, yeah for Christmas. Because, uh-huh. <laughs> and they get to stay with the people that they the president of the bank that they robbed. Um, and the other one would be, it could happen to you. I haven't seen this one forever. It was a good one where he wins the lottery. That's not a bad, it, it, you know, the weird thing is, is the premise is not bad, but then it just gets weird. Like, mm-hmm. cause I think Meg Ryan is the, is the waitress that waits on him. And he just says, Hey, I'm sorry. I don't have any money to tip you, but you know what? I have this lottery ticket. If I win, I'll give you half. And he it, he happens to win. Yeah. And then it just becomes this whole convoluted thing where there is no like legality for the yeah. whole thing, and it's just weird. It's Bridget Fonda. Okay. That was the main girl. Um, and then I think there was one more more common honorable mention of his. Oh, I liked Wind Talkers. I did. Um, that was a World War Two movie. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like Lord of War, and World Trade Center wasn't bad. Those are the ones I would shout out to. Didn't you like the uh, Kick Bum one? Oh, Kick Ass. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um. The first one. The the reason why I like the first one is there is a couple of dark lines that are dark comedy lines, and I just found them funny. But the sad part, like. I watched it again the other day, or by the other day, probably about a couple months ago, and I didn't like it because it, to me, it still has like the same problem, like why I can't watch the the Netflix Devil Daredevil series, is it's just people getting the crap beat out of them. But also that brings that the, their humanity, like the fact that they're like for I can speak for Daredevil, you know, his superpowers aren't really super. No. He's just 
can see even better than a person that can see under certain conditions. That's the incredible. Have you seen, I'm curious, you've seen The Crudes, right? Yes. Did you like it? I've never finished it. I didn't mind The Crudes 1. I didn't really like The Crudes 2. Which is funny because I feel like they pumped in a whole bunch of famous people into those movies. Because, I mean, what, Nicolas Cage, Ryan Reynolds, Emma Stone, um, Cloris Leachman. I guess that's about it. That's the list I'm seeing in front of me. But yeah, I've only been able to watch like 10, 15 minutes of them. Not that they're super annoying. It's just lose interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, a good actor to do this with in the future would probably be Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. He's definitely, he probably has a more vast list. Mm-hmm. Huge catalog. All right. Well, that sums it up. I'm just going to give a quick recap here. So, Brett, you have National Treasure next, Willie's Wonderland, and The Wicker Man. And I have Con Air, Face Off, Into the Spider-Verse, The Weatherman. Oh, wait a minute. No, no. <laughs> I, I gave Criddle The Weatherman. My bad. And so I got Color Out of Space. My bad. I was like, wait a minute. Why did I have give myself the one? Um, and then Criddle, you have The Rock, Gone 60 Seconds, Ghost Rider, and The Weatherman. So... By this alone, now I'm I'm tempted because I've seen everybody's a movie in their first three picks except for Willy's Wonderland. So now I'm curious: is it worth it, Brett? It, like it, you described it, but yeah, is it, it is. It's everything that I described. Is it scary or is it humorous, or is it, it both? It, I think it kind of tries at times to be scarier than it is, but it comes across. Maybe this is just me. It comes across more humorous. Okay, I'll have to give that a you know, watch. I will watch the trailer today. Yep, and I can't wait to watch that new Nicolas Cage movie. Oh yeah, that's gonna be great. All right. Well, now do our one recommendation. Is you got a recommendation for us, Brett? I mean, to me, here's my one recommendation, and um, I was sitting there thinking about. You know, we're approaching May. Uh, we are in May. We're approaching the summer time where there's so many brand new movies that are coming out. And because I don't really watch, I, I think there's two things that are going on. I don't really watch many commercials because I avoid them at all costs. I pay more money for any subscription just so that I don't have to see them. And then I don't watch live TV. But I my recommendation is searching for good 2022 movies that are either coming out in theaters or some of those that are coming out direct to uh, streaming services or whatever, because I, I feel as though for a couple of years, we've been in a bubble, not expecting anything good to come out. And now things are coming out and I, I don't feel as though people are talking about new movies. Now everybody's talking about, Still, you know, even though I saw Doctor Strange 2, people are still talking about Endgame or, you know, the phase two of the Marvel thing. Not that many people, I feel as though, are talking about brand new stuff. So my one recommendation is go invest in looking into uh, future turnouts of or or future releases and look forward to something. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely haven't looked too much into current movies. 
I'm just always on current TV. I spend more time with TV than movies by far, which is funny because it's like it's a longer commitment for TV in reality. Yeah. <laughs> um, my one recommendation is I'm going to override Taylor since his isn't here. <laughs> He's not here. I'm going to recommend. I don't think uh, he said to wait until Boba Fett was out all the way out. I'm, you know, watching it maybe one episode a day. So it's not like I'm binging it per se, but I think that show is, is completely fine the way it is. If if I was watching this as it came out, I'd be completely fine with it. It's not boring at all. I don't know. I enjoy it. It's not definitely doesn't hold up to, I'm only on like episode three or four. Definitely doesn't hold up to as good as Mandalorian, but I mean, it's, it's good. I enjoy it. So just out of curiosity, cause I haven't seen Boba Fett, but do they have like complimentary people? Because I feel as though like, you know, your Bill Burr or the one chick that uh, would show up from time to time that now no longer can work for Disney or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Um, I feel as though the random guest appearances and then you had that one, like that one black guy that was, that ended up getting that black lightsaber or whatever. I found those reoccurring pe- appearances of some of these random people coming in and out of the series, very enjoyable. And I, I feel as though sometimes people like demand or require you have a consistent cast. So what what do they do? Do they have a consistent cast or is there like lots of randomness? Um so far, have you seen this, Criddle? I'm sure you uh, yeah, I saw it when it came out. Yeah. I mean my opinion on this is that it's it's not quite this like, you know, um camp there's no cameos that i've seen yet to mm-hmm. this point unless i've completely just right over my head didn't <laughs> somebody colin farreled me with has the penguin or something like that um but yeah i don't i haven't noticed anybody um but i mean pretty much it takes place on what tatooine mm-hmm. which i'm mm-hmm. impressed i know that now congratulations and actually <laughs> this is my this is my lack of uh, knowledge in star wars is that is that the same planet that um that Anakin came from? Luke, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. And that's where the pod racers were? Yes. Okay. Yes. Is that where Luke came from too then? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. This is just goes to show you how little I know. But that's cool. Anyway. But no, um the only thing that keeps changing, I mean, cuz he is essentially I don't think it's a spoiler at all cuz it starts off this way. He somebody murdered um, Job of the Hut. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who that was. Curl, do you know who that is? I don't remember. They mention him, and then he, Boba Fett, murders that guy, and so now he is like whatever Job of the Hut's title is. They call it like Dion, Dion me or something like that. I don't know. He's just in charge of that that land now, and so it's the same location. There's not a lot of flying around like Mandalorian has. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of consistency in the people you see. But I haven't seen any cameos. I still, I think it's fun. I think it's enjoyable. Um, I think I just finished the episode where, because um, they tell a story about, it, do flashbacks of him um, with the sand people. I don't know. The Tuscan. The Tuscan Raiders. Yeah. And um, when he was held captive by them. And I found that story probably more fascinating than the story that is at present time. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's cool. But I enjoy it. As a non-Star Wars fan, The Mandalorian and Boba Fett are by far, I mean, and Rogue One. Those are like 
the top three for me. So the la- the last two or three episodes of the Boba Fett are were probably the most enjoyable. Okay, for sure. I can't wait. Then I don't, how many episodes are in that series? Do you know? Mm, Off eight, top of your- eight or ten. I don't know. Okay, one of those shorter seasons. But and then again, my hats off to John Favreau for creating this whole universe. Not un- not the universe, but these storylines. I guess I should say it'd be more accurate. Because yeah, he created the Mandalorian story. He created the Boba Fett story according to the credits, at least. And so, hmm. yeah, he he's a he's a good guy. What he did with Marvel and Star Wars, Disney loves okay. him. I'm sure. All right, oh, Peter, what do you I'm got? Look, I'm, um, so I, it's funny Brett says something about movies because I was going to recommend uh, Doctor Strange too. Oh yeah, you um, saw that. I, not- I I I saw it. Um, I I would say I liked it. I didn't love it. So it kind of falls right in the line with the useless scout. Um, <laughs> and I mean, it was enjoyable. I definitely <laughs> kind of regret taking my kids. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> A little scary because it, it's uh, it's a darker. Yeah. It's it, it is. I mean, Sam Remy, you he's a horror director, so you kind of know what you're getting yourself into. L- luckily for me, my kids got bored, and so they were just you know looking at the walls and you know the <laughs> the, the lights and all that stuff. But I mean, there there were a couple of jumps in the film. Um, there's some fun cameos in there. Again, I mean, it's it's okay. It's not super great. But it was a fun watch. Sounds good. No, I need to get caught up. I haven't seen this, the new Spider-Man and now that one. Well, the funny thing was, is I, so I went to uh, Doctor Strange with our brother-in-law. And he leans on to, over to me before it starts. And he just goes, because, man, I don't know if I, you know, I, I know we got tickets to this. But I, oh, man, I haven't finished uh, WandaVision and he goes, I, do you think I, I should? I go, I haven't even watched WandaVision. And, I'm, <laughs> and, and so within the, the very first beginning, like, you know, Doctor Strange goes over to the Scarlet Witch and just like, hey, remember that time that you ca- captured that whole, that whole town and enslaved them and then you killed your husband? And I'm like, and I lean over to him. I'm like, there you go. Now you don't have to watch the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I watched this thing that uh, on TikTok, somebody put on there of, uh, uh, I guess, I don't know if it's like the president of Marvel or whatever he is in the ranking of Disney and Marvel. But anyway, he was speaking about the next phase or whatever. Uh-huh. And he was talking about how instrumental the ending of Loki was to the ongoing of Marvel. And I, somebody was trying to explain what he was exactly saying. I was like, it was over my head. I'm like, you, I am a nerd, but apparently your nerddom goes deeper than mine. Interesting. But like, because apparently something that Timekeeper or whatever says at the end is really kind of what the the rest is based on. Hmm. So well, it, it was yeah, it was it was really just uh, him explaining that the multiverse kind of opened up in the end of Loki. Oh, okay, okay. That's just how it all started. Okay, that's how this the spell kind of goes wrong in uh spider-man and then it just leads to the madness in dr strange because there's there isn't that that singular guy that's there to watch to make sure that things are contained and was that what loki was all about you know those little what do they call them 
You know how they always show, show the chart and then they the little time rifts? Is yeah. that the multiverse, essentially? Those I think All the, the different those, time rifts? I think those are just the particular timelines in that particular universe, and the timekeepers are trying to keep it balanced. Oh, okay. So just out of curiosity, Tim, or Timmy, or Criddle, whatever. Um, <laughs> did you find that Doctor Strange 2 is more or less a standalone movie um because i mean besides how it ends i feel as though there's not that you know unlike unlike you know like you know winter soldier or something like that there's not like going to be a continuing story arc that comes from a lot of this uh, i feel like it was open very open-ended as far as a an ending and it also felt a little rushed too like it just it everything just kind of stopped um and then i mean there's a character that kind of appears at the end that i'm like who's this if you haven't read any comics about it you wouldn't know who it is um but as a standalone i mean uh i guess it kind of does if i hadn't seen dr strange one i probably would be a little lost Hmm. I don't know. That's 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 a tough question. Yeah, I'll watch it and let you know. All right. Yeah, <laughs> y- yeah. You let me know because I, I I'm sitting there thinking because it's not bad if it's not a standalone, but like uh, some people have complained, uh, you know, about Captain Marvel being basically a standalone story, just like that was her introduction yeah. to be in the next movie. I think that's what exactly what Captain Marvel was, if you ask me. I don't know if they have any future plans. They have a Captain Marvel 2 in the works, don't they? They have uh, they Marv- Marvel, which is going to have Miss Marvel, <laughs> the uh, Indian um, stretchy arm girl, Captain Marvel, which is the one that was in the movie, and then um, uh, Monica Rambeau, the black uh, Captain Marvel. So it's going to be a trilogy of hmm. Captain Marvels. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I am looking forward to Thor, t- Thor 4, I guess it is. I don't know why. I'm just not the most excited about Natalie Portman in it because I was kind of happy when she left. <laughs> in Taika, we trust. Yeah, that's true. In Taika, we trust. Um, <laughs> there's. <laughs> Tyke is so funny. Uh, did you know he was in uh, the Green Lantern? No. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yes, I did know that. Yes, because he was uh, riffing with um, uh, Ryan Reynolds one time about meeting yeah. each other. And he and Ryan Reynolds like, I've never met you before in my life. Oh, yeah. That was on the Honest Trailers yeah. thing. You know. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, I've seen him pop up in things. And I'm like, oh, there's Tyka. I didn't know you were in this. Like, I watched him. Oh. It was Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. and I saw him as like the, the rat guy. Oh, the, uh, yeah, the, the rat king or rat catcher. Yep. I love that Suicide Squad. It was so funny. Somebody put on um, a Facebook group that I'm on. It says you have to get rid of one of these. Which one is it? And it was uh, the Joker, uh, the Batman, the Suicide Squad movie, and I think I think they did Shazam. I can't remember. And I'm like, oh, that's easy. Joker. That's, yeah. that's gone. Yep. Um, and then the other thing is, I don't know if you know this, but on HBO Max, Taika has like a TV show. Uh-uh. I forget what it's about, but it, I mean, what it's called, but it's about um, 
the essentially being pirates. Oh, cool. So Taika's Taika's Blackbeard. Mm. And um, but what the story is about this guy who who's very British, but he left the British like army or whatever, and he left his family behind to become a pirate. And he is anything but a pirate, and you know he's he he's he's a lot more like uh, the Robert De Niro's character in Stardust a little bit. Oh yes, and so his men don't really know whether they should follow him or not or kill him, and so it's it's an interesting, but it is definitely a British humor style. Hmm, I'm gonna where have it's to very look that dry. Up. I've watched the first episode, and I'll give it a, maybe a couple more, but it. It's it's not my type of humor, which I I respect everybody who likes Arrested Development, Office, mm-hmm. Parks and Rec, but those aren't my. Unfortunately, I don't enjoy those humor. Out of all of those, I only do Arrested Development, and the, the <laughs> other ones, no. And Cradle, you probably like all of them, huh? I've never seen Arrested Development, but I do huh. enjoy The Office. I didn't really. I've watched Parks and Rec, but I only watched it once, and I think one and done for me. Parks and Rec was a show that, in my opinion, had good moments. Like I, I liked, um, what's his name, Chris the Pratt, Ma- Chris Pratt, and the boss guy, Ron, Nick Offerman. Yeah, Ron. Yeah, yeah. That, that, those were those were the two people that I was like, this show is hilarious for these two people. Yes, I would agree. Anyways, we've rambled a lot. All right. <laughs> so there was a whole bunch of useless uh, stuff at the end of this podcast. For our utterly useless scouts. Excellent. Enjoy. Enjoy.